the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And every day in the news, we see the reasons why people need to fulfill the obligations of that most important political office in order to keep America as a free country and to have a government of, by, and for the people. Because if you want a government for the people, it has to be a government of and by the people. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix. And we've talked a lot on this show about the X sex education. And we have a guest with us, Rebecca Friedrichs, who has been one of the leaders in trying to bring to the public's attention What's going on with that? And we're certainly going to talk about the triple X sex education with her today. But our discussion is going to be broader in terms of the effect of the government-run schools. And the reason why I invited her on the show was that I was reading an article, and in the article it was explaining that the government-run schools in America, K through 12, spend $686 billion per year. And by the way, since 1970, that is more than double, after accounting for inflation, increase in per-student spending. And during that time, as our uh, guest pointed out in her PragerU video, the number of students has gone up by 5%, but the number of employees of the government-run schools has gone up by 95%. So the, the thought that occurred to me, was if you gave $686 billion to the Chinese Communist Party with the dedicated mission of undermining America, its constitution, its freedom, and the republic, could the Chinese Communist Party do a better job of that than the current government-run schools and the teacher unions? And to help us answer that question, uh, the aforementioned Rebecca Friedrich, she's a 28-year teacher. Uh, She has now a, she's retired from that, and we'll talk about why she's retired from that. She was a lead plaintiff in a case against the teacher unions to, went all the way to the Supreme Court to hold unconstitutional mandatory contributions by public employees, by government employees, to government employee unions. She would have won that case, but for the untimely death of Antonin Scalia, and in a follow-on case next year, Janus, the, the Supreme Court, so ruled. She's a dedicated activist on government-run schools, and she's the author of a book entitled Goliath, Standing Up to the Teacher Unions. And it's welcome to the show, Rebecca. And um, so what do you think? Who could do a better job, the Chinese Communist Party or the current government-run school system and the teacher unions, if they want to undermine America? Yeah, I'm really glad that you invited me on today because, very sadly, it is the teachers' union and their massive network of very powerful organizations that are doing a better job at undermining our free republic from within than anyone could ever do from without. Um, You know, President Lincoln warned us that um, our republic could never be destroyed from the outside, only from the inside. And the state and national teachers unions are the ones leading the charge uh, to undermine our republic. And I want to make sure your listeners know from the start, I am not talking about a lot of loving local teachers that you know. They are good people who are, you know, flabbergasted. They're wondering, what's happening to our schools? How come, how come there's no discipline anymore? What is all this sex said? They're, they're horrified. But what they don't understand is they are paying massive dues, about $5 billion a year, to these government unions who are destroying us from within. 
You know, Greg, one of the things that I have said repeatedly as I've gone out and done a lot of public speaking to groups such as the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and uh, just recently was at the San Gregorio Republican Women's Federated there's there's a lot there are part of the challenge that a lot of grassroots groups have is there's so many things that you can do the challenge right now is to isolate those things that are going to be most effective in the next year because we are behind the eight ball on so many things and i've identified schools education local education public schools and churches as the two areas that might that that we need to focus on getting involved with Church, and it's interesting the school side of it and i want your thoughts on this rebecca recently at calvary chapel chino hills they had a, a day long seminar on called let parents decide one of the speakers there is a is a uh, researcher and I had an opportunity to chat with him in the green room. And during that chat, he said, I need to correct something in your language. You keep saying we need to take back the public schools. My research shows us the public schools never were ours in the first place. They were established from the get-go to separate parents from children, to remove parents' rights from their from raising their kids. It's been a long, slow process. But what Horace Mann and uh, Dewey started back in the early 1900s is actually coming to full fruition now, as we're going to see during our inter- our time with you, that the public schools can do everything from take your children, your young girls who might get pregnant, to Planned Parenthood to get an abortion without your knowledge. That was revealed in an undercover video, the ACLU instructing the Riverside County Board of Education about how to deal with these situ- with, with a variety of situations, this one. These were never ours, but that doesn't mean that we don't push back now. We have to push back, and you're doing a great job of leading the charge, and uh, we'll make sure people know all about where they can get your book, Stay connected with you on Twitter as we talk. And you're coming out to the Inland Empire, very importantly, on November the 14th to talk to parents and uh, uh, anybody that they can get there about all of this stuff. And we'll make sure we give the address. But so appreciate everything you're doing because it's because of you that my education in this area has really blown up in in a positive way. Well, thank you. I'm glad. You know, I'd like to address the things you just said. Uh, that gentleman is exactly correct that, quote, public schools definitely have uh, been established to undermine parental authority, to undermine our republic. However, so that listeners fully understand, that is different than the education system our founders set up in America when our country was first established. So at the very beginning of our country, Um, Our founders knew two things. They knew that the only way to keep a free republic is with a well-educated and moral citizenry. So in order to do both of those things, they ensured that it was easy for folks to set up schools in their communities. You know, they were given some free land to set up a school. But people ran their own schools. Community ran their own schools. They weren't government-run schools. Um, but those schools started off using the Holy Bible as um, their textbook, and later we had books like the McGuffey Readers that are full of scripture, prayers, stories about patriotism, heroism. Um, they're, they're amazing readers that uh, lead children to very moral lives of integrity um, and truth. So what happened is in the early 1900s, actually late 1800s, this whole force came in to undermine our schools. And they did it by taking over the unions and other organizations that have now their tentacles in all of our government agencies, first and foremost, our schools. And so this gentleman is correct. We do have to fight against 
government-run schools. The government and their unions need to be 100% out of all of our schools, and all of our schools need to be run by private citizens. That's why uh, the unions and the left are constantly attacking private schools. They don't want us to have privatization. They make it sound like it's evil. No, it's good. They're the ones bringing evil things into our schools. Amen. We need, to, we need to take a break here, but we're going to have, a, we have another quiz when we get back, and I'll give you the question now. Who said, give us the child for eight years and it'll be a Bolshevik forever? It Was that Vladimir Lenin? Was that, is that in the Democrat Party national platform, or is that in the platform of the, Nas- of the National Education Association, the Teachers Union? And I'll give you guys a couple, of t- give you a chance to uh, contemplate the answer to that question after we, well, we hear a word from Ed Hoffman, the man to go to when you have, uh, need a real estate loan, both residential or commercial. I'm back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The answer. I'm Fox City Midge here in San Francisco at the Close the Camps, Free the Children protest. And it is nuts. There are people out here today on a school day, on a work day. Children have been brought out of school, out of the classroom, to come to protest to free the children. However, most of these children are very young, many of them as young as kindergarten age, five years old, and they are not entirely aware of the ramifications and the reality of illegal immigration, but they're being used to push a political agenda. It's like they've already got coached on all of the leftist chants. That audio that you just heard came out of San Francisco. It was a day where the children, as young as kindergarten, as you heard the uh, reporter saying, were brought out in order to protest uh, essentially immigration issues. In the very beginning of that, what you actually heard was a chant about Donald Trump. We hate Donald Trump. This, these are these are students in government schools that are becoming pawns in a political game that is absolutely despicable. You never would have heard anything like that, of course, when Obama was the president. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show. We are talking right now, our guest, Rebecca Friedrichs, author of the book, Standing Up to Goliath, Battling State and National Teachers Unions for the Heart and Soul of Our Kids. She's coming to the Inland Empire. She will be here November the 14th at the farmhouse in Banning. We'll give you more details as our show unfolds, but I wanted to make sure that everybody got your, you get your calendars out. You're not going to want to miss hearing Rebecca Friedrichs connecting with other members of your community so that you can uh, work together to push back on this indoctrination that's happening in our public schools. And what this this indoctrination covers everything from a sex ed curriculum, or I should say a sexual education curriculum, all the way up to some brand new laws that have just been signed having to do with some very disturbing uh, changes in the way that children are disciplined. And Greg, you want to tell folks a little bit more about that audio that we just heard? Yeah, it was um, 
on the, they had the, they felt nothing wrong with it. They were out on a public street. They took the students out of class. And we just saw that nationwide on the uh, global warming climate change rallies where the schools would let them out. And we saw that a year or two ago when they let the school the students out to, to participate in rallies in support of restricting the rights of law-abiding Americans to own firearms. So it's only one-sided. You know, when you know, I, don't, I have not seen the video of children being taken out of a government-run school to protest against abortion and, and for protecting life or in favor of the Second amendment or in favor of Donald Trump. It's only one-sided leftist indoctrination. And that was particularly over the top in we hate Donald Trump. You build the wall, we tear it down. And you see that they've, they've, these young children, kindergartners, have been indoctrinated with this. And of course, they haven't been taught about, well, this is immigration and we have laws and here's the consequences and so on. It's all one, It's all one-sided indoctrination and that's that's part of what that's part of what's going on in the government run schools it's all an integrated package as uh, i think rebecca she's tried to talk about this as well and she wrote about this san francisco rally i actually have not written about the san francisco rally yet i just saw the the uh, feed yesterday and was very disturbed by what i witnessed um what's going on here is exactly what you said government unions and their buddies, the ACLU, the Southern Poverty Law Center, and a whole conglomeration of, of powerful organizations are using our precious children to push a leftist agenda. They have convinced certain, um, I'm going to say educators in quotes, because these are not real teachers. These gals that were out in the street with these kids using school time, school resources to indoctrinate children to hate to hate the president, uh, those aren't real educators. Those are union activists, and they have been implanted into our schools. And um, so we, we have these quote-unquote teachers uh, doing these things to our kids. Let me tell you what real teachers believe. We believe in love your neighbor as yourself and the golden rule, do unto others as you have them do unto you. We never teach children to ever hate anyone and to always respect authority, particularly the President of the United States, whoever that might be. So th- what they're doing is 100% against the teaching profession. It's against our character. And we have been infiltrated by these, these unions. Um, you mentioned March for Our Lives and the climate change protests. Those were all led, funded, organized by the teachers' union. The problem is teachers don't know it. Real teachers don't know it. They don't understand that they are funding the demise of our classrooms and our country and our profession. Uh, earlier, Don was talking about what can people do, what is, what's the best thing they can do. Well, I think the best thing, thing we can do is adopt every teacher we know, every loving teacher, especially those in your community, in your, your church or your synagogue. Put your arm around them and start educating them. That's why I wrote Standing Up to Goliath. It exposes the unions through engaging stories, through the testimonies of teach, real teachers, and exposes them for undermining our schools, our culture, our profession, and damaging, actually abusing our children, um, so that teachers can stop funding them. If teachers would stop funding them, and if teachers would decertify these unions, the nightmare would stop because they wouldn't have access to our kids anymore. You know, and what you just said brings up, I think, a really important point that we're going to leapfrog into a couple of other perhaps local stories. When you say adopt a teacher, I can't think of a better teacher to adopt than a Christian teacher who believes in conservative values, faith-based values, because they're marginalized in their workplace. They're bullied by the unions into a large degree into silence. And what's ironic about that is there's so much emphasis in schools about anti-bullying. We had a situation in Moreno Valley where a student died because they were bullied, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. But the reality is you make such an important point that the parents in schools need to identify and support and adopt particularly those 
teachers whose values are being marginalized in a workplace, who are being bullied into silence so that they can feel more confident about speaking up when they see things that don't reflect their values and not be afraid of bullying. This is something I think that's so hypocritical on the part of the leftists. They're all about let's not bully, particularly the, that's the we, that's the the gateway for the entire LGBTQ agenda is anti-bullying, and yet they turn around and they bully into silence teachers whose political and faith-based values are diametrically opposed to theirs. Well, here's well, it, it, can I address that real quick because you're you're right. Here's what the here's what the unions and their friends did, and it's very important for people to understand this. Everything they say is really the opposite. So when they say anti-bullying, it means everybody's getting bullied here, people. Everyone. If you don't agree with with our agenda, you're getting bullied. So it's not really anti-bullying; it's pro-bullying. And these teachers with conservative values, I can just. Uh, See the minds of your listeners saying, oh, I can't find any teachers like that. All teachers are leftists. That is a lie that's been fed to all of us, that all teachers are leftists. I hear it on conservative news all the time. People believe that teachers are leftists. That is a lie. The unions themselves did three separate studies over, I think it was like a 20-year period. And what they discovered was that the, the majority of teachers who are even in the union lean conservative. And most teachers, if you think about it, have kind, conservative values. They're just caring people. Most of them are are apolitical. They just care about kids. So they do not agree with this stuff. They've been bullied into silence. And the last thing I want to help your listeners understand, if you want to destroy a country, if you want to take over, what do you do? You divide and conquer. So what they've done is they've divided parents from teachers, they've divided teachers from kids, they've divided parents and teachers from administration. We're all divided. Why? Because they want to take us over. We can't let them divide us anymore. We have to come back together. So I ask everyone, please, please, please adopt every teacher you know. Churches, adopt every teacher in your congregation and have an adopt-a-teacher program. We have all the information already done for you. It's easy. They must be educated. Because teachers across this nation, millions of them, are funding the demise of their own values, and they don't know it. They all believe the union is their friend, there to help them, and they think the bad guy is the legislature or something, having no idea that their money is funding the legislature that is doing all of this in each state and, and nationally. We have two minutes in this, in this, in this segment, and I'm going to differ with both of you on this, is... Focus on focusing on trying to reform the current government-run school system is the political equivalent of pick your analogy tilting at windmills or World War One trench warfare. That the interests are so they are so entrenched in that current system in the bureaucracy, the power is so diffuse. Is you can't just take over your school board and change your schools. You can't just take over the state legislature and elect a governor and solve the problem. The power and authority is distributed across local, state, and federal. So, and I think that's probably intentional to try to minimize the public's control over the education of their children. So I think we can be at this for years and years and years, and this is, you're, not, you're, not, you're going to make little, if any, progress. The only way to deal with this is on an individual level, get your children or your grandchildren out of the government-run schools and do not subject them to another day of lousy—we well, haven't talked about how poor quality of the education is just in terms of teaching math and reading and history and all those things— aside from the indoctrination that you're going to get and the triple X sex education you're going to get. And then on a political level, the only solution is, in my judgment, is school choice. And we're going to, you know, we're going to end run the teacher unions. We're going to end run the bureaucracy, end run the current system, and give parents the choice of where they send their children. And for, and for, the, public, for the republic to survive, I believe that's what has to be done. And you've got 14 seconds to respond. Okay, I'm going to respond to that with this. I agree with you. However, just this week, I can't remember if it was Sweden or Switzerland, but their Supreme Court voted that homeschooling is now against the law. In the United Kingdom, they voted that um, private schools are now against the law. 
That is what's coming in America if we don't fight this evil. So we can pull our kids out, and I agree. I think everyone should pull their kids out right now. Please, homeschool. But the problem is we can lose the right to homeschool and private school if we don't fight the, the evil that has infiltrated our government at every level and in our schools. So that's why I say adopt a teacher and get them to stop funding the nightmare. If the, if the nightmare doesn't have money, then, then we can overcome it. We're going to continue with Rebecca Friedrichs after the break here on the Unite IE Radio Show on AM590, The Answer. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want, or anything that you need between now and your final day on Earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock, right here on AM590, The Answer. NMLS ID number 9921, when you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And our guest today, Rebecca Friedrichs, exemplifies that philosophy and is certainly doing above and beyond what is expected of a private citizen in helping to keep the republic and our freedom. Rebecca is a 28-year teacher. She's now retired from that. We're going to talk about that reason why in this, in this next segment. Uh, she was a lead plaintiff in the case and went to the Supreme Court to... Uh, established that it is unconstitutional to require government employees to pay money to government employee unions. She would have won but for Justice Scalia's untimely death. Uh, but the Supreme Court so ruled the next year in the Janus case. Earlier, we asked a, I asked a question, a quiz question, of who said, give us the child for eight years and it will be a Bolshevik forever. Is that in the Democrat Party national platform? Is it in the charter or the platform of the National Education Association, a teacher union? Or was it said by Vladimir Lenin or all three? I was going to say, I I always like D, all of the above. (laughs) All right. And the answer is. Do, 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 do. I'm also the sound effects department at Unite.E Radio. And the, and the answer, and the answer is, it was it was originally said by Vladimir Lenin, but certainly that philosophy has been picked up by the teacher unions and by the by the Democrat Party. Because has. they because they understand the key important the, the key of of indoctrinating the next generation. Every society, every civilization depends upon teaching its values and its history to the next generation because they're not born without knowledge. As Ronald Reagan said, people don't, you don't get freedom in your bloodstream. It has to be taught. And they're just doing the opposite. They're, they're teaching against a country, against all of the principles that made America great, free, and prosperous to tear it down. And, one of, the, and of course, the schools are one of the leading ways uh, to do that. And another, I mean, it's everything they're doing. It, it's just, and we're going to talk about the discipline now. Is because California just passed a law that does uh, you know that you, that you cannot be suspended from used to be from just kindergarten to third grade, but now third to eighth grade for 
misbehave for, for insubordinating the teacher. So you just say, refuse to do anything. You can be uh, F you teacher. I am not, I'm not quieting down. I'm not turning off my music. I'm not doing anything. I'm put, uh, and there's nothing that can be done to that student now. And, of course, then that teaches the student that there's no consequences to misbehavior. And it undermines the education of everyone else in the classroom who might want to try to learn something. And, Rebecca, you had a personal experience with that as a teacher. I had a lot of personal experience with that. And so the first thing I want to clarify with your listeners is I am not retired. I resigned. I have not had a paycheck in almost two years because things have gotten to such an extremely horrible degree in our schools that someone had to start speaking up. And so it was me. And, and there's others who are speaking out with me. But I couldn't teach full-time and fight this horrific agenda that's, that's undermining our schools. So I'm actually you know, just out there as a volunteer fighting this and, and gave up my whole career to do so. Uh, what happened in my personal experience was the last class I taught before I resigned, uh, I had third graders. And I have always been a teacher who was very good at running the classroom, you know, handling discipline problems. But because of new discipline policies that came down from the Obama administration, I was suddenly unable to teach, not able to teach well, because of constant interruptions by willfully defiant children. And every time I would send them out to the principal for support, they would be back within five or ten minutes with a note to me, Mrs. Friedrichs, I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. And then they do the same behavior over and over and over and over all year long. I had a student punch another child in the face, and his punishment was he missed recess. It's ridiculous. And so now these, these policies are so extreme, and uh, school districts are actually incentivized to not keep track of the discipline problems to not suspend, to not expel. So problems go uh, swept under the rug, missed, not documented. And it is these types of, of discipline policies that actually led to the Parkland massacre. A new book was just released on September 10th, written by the father of one of the victims, Meadow Pollock, and an education expert. The, these two gentlemen together wrote this book. I read a preview copy of it. It is compelling. And they proved that these leniency policies led to that massacre because that young man was, quote, unquote, special needs, the shooter. What were his special needs? Behavioral problems. And so they couldn't do all the proper disciplining with him because he had the behavior, uh, the special needs label. Our state of California just signed into law Gavin Newsom and the Democrats and, and their friends in the teachers' unions who, who did not oppose this law just signed into law a more extreme version of what was going on in Florida that led to that massacre. Starting next year, school year. So, yeah, I just wanted to uh, give people the, 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 the details on this. Starting next school year, principals and administrators will be banned from suspending children for what's called willful defiance of teachers, staff, and administrators. This is Senate Bill 419. It bans schools from suspending students in grades 4 through 8 for disrupting school activities or willfully defying school authorities, including teachers and staff. The bill will also ban schools from suspending students in grades 9 through 12 for the same thing until January 1st, 2025. So students 4th through 12th. This has already been implemented in kindergarten through third grade. It's extending this now through the 12th grade. Teachers are banned from doing this now we just uh, here in the Inland Empire had a situation in a local school where a where this policy probably manifested itself in the death of a 13-year-old boy after getting his head knocked against a, a cement pillar because of a sucker punch that was recorded on video. And you brought this to our attention. Yeah. So this is in Marino Valley, and... Tragically, this little boy, Diego, just died. He died because two other students attacked him, rammed his head, and sucker punched him. In other words, they ganged up on him. And what bothers me the most about this 
is the article I read in the New York Post states that the school administrator said that the two students who were arrested in the attack didn't have any previous behavior problems and were honor students. I'm sorry, you don't go from no behavior problems to killing someone in one day. That doesn't happen. And so what's really going on with these policies is children who have behavior issues are getting away with them, are not, the, the problems are not being uh, reported, the police don't know about them, and so all of these uh, behavior problems are just getting worse and worse and worse. And little children are now dying over this. This is, this is wrong. The quote-unquote experts say that this is how we uh, bring restorative justice to special needs children and students of color and LGBTQ. No, this is not restorative justice. This is dangerous. And they are using terms like restorative justice and flipping them on their head. Where, where is the justice for the 95% of children who are showing up every day and just want to learn in a safe environment? Where's the justice for the teachers? Where's the justice for Diego's parents who just lost their son? This is wrong, and we all need to stand against it. And, and, and it's supposedly to happen because they think there's too many you know, the politically protected minority groups that are being disciplined. But when you teach... Remember, if you teach a young black child or a Latino child or anyone that there are no consequences to misbehavior, you're not doing that child any favors. Well, exactly. And, and you know what? And I want to stand against what the unions and their friends are saying about, uh, you know, they're, they're putting everybody into these different categories of color and race and gender. Okay, look, I taught for 28 years in California public schools. There were 42 languages on my campus last last time I heard it count. My students were every color you've ever seen. I never noticed a color. They're human beings. I never knew what their, you know, their feelings were about their genders and all that. None of that's appropriate in school. We're all there to learn. And none of us ever had any problem with, I mean, we didn't have divisive racial problems on our campuses. America had gotten over that problem until the teachers unions brought it up again and have poured salt in a very old wound, and it's dangerous what they're doing, and children are being hurt. I just want to reiterate that Rebecca Friedrichs is coming to the Inland Empire on November 14th at 5 p.m. at the Farmhouse. The address of that is 6261 Joshua West Palmer Drive in Banning. She is the author of a very important book. I have a number of them in my library. Standing Up to Goliath, Battling State and National Teachers Unions for the Heart and Soul of Our Kids and Country. She's going to be talking about a wide variety of topics, including the comprehensive sexual education curriculum that is causing parents to have to examine their relationship with their schools of everything from will I will the school tell me if my child is taken off to Planned Parenthood all the way up to uh, the opt-out process how do you opt out from some of these very graphic sexual education curriculums that will be in that will be coming to a school near you at some point in time and this is one of the biggest challenges for parents every school district has their own pathway for implementing this so while you might go to your school and say i've heard that you're going to be teaching my kids x y and z the school may be telling you nope we're not going to do that but sooner or later they're going to have to comply right rebecca that's right they have to comply by january 2020 and if they're not in compliance the aclu comes out and bullies them so i know personally multiple um uh, wonderful people who serve on local school boards, and when they stand against this sexual agenda, the ACLU threatens to sue them personally. So um, there, there's a bunch of bullies out there, and those bullies are the ACLU and the Southern Poverty Law Center and the state and national teachers unions and all their friends who claim that the rest of us are bullies. Um, and, and if we don't, you know, kowtow to them and toe their line, I mean, people are... Teachers are losing their jobs. School board members are being chased off the board. They're being called all these horrible names. Uh, don't fall for these lies. If we all stand together and, and say, look, you know, and run these liars out of, out of office and out of town, then we can turn things, turn things back around and, and get common sense back into our classrooms. 
You can also connect with Rebecca on her website, forkidsandcountry.org, or the same name, For Kids and Country, on Facebook. And she regularly posts there with information and articles. Uh, so I would recommend both of those to you. Rebecca, I want to thank you for being on the show, and thank you for everything you're doing for, for the cause and for our children. Any, conclu- any, any final thoughts? Uh, well, I want to thank you, too. And one final thought. The Inland Empire is key in this. The Redwoods Tea Party Patriots are amazing. Y'all are so organized out there, and you are the leaders in this state uh, against these nightmares. And I'm just so grateful to be connected with you. And then the last thing would just be, everybody, please adopt a teacher. Go to our website, forkidsandcountry.org. Click on the menu item, Adopt a Teacher. It'll take you three minutes to read it. And if you want to see for yourself, that teachers' unions are the ones behind all the nightmares. Click on our menu item that says Union Politics and read it for yourself. You will be shocked at what teachers are funding and have no idea they're funding. Let's get our teachers to stop funding these people. Amen. Well, thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate uh, you being with us. Thanks, guys. Now we're from our sponsor, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office. Our listeners, the private citizens of this country, you need to get busy. We've just been talking to Rebecca Friedrichs, who is a school teacher who was forced out, she says, we use the word incorrectly, retired, but she had to leave because she was being bullied. We have right now with us Karen Sigmund, who has been on the Unite IE radio show before. Dr. Karen Sigmund, she was a teacher at a independent school in Los Angeles. And after a conference, uh, America, uh, Karen has the dual responsibility of not only being a teacher, but she is also the president of the American Freedom Alliance, which conducts conferences having to do with Oh, I guess freedom, freedom in America, freedom around the world. And one of your freedoms was denied, Karen. We had you on because just like uh, Rebecca had suggested teachers get bullied, you conducted a conference. And the day after the conference, you got some news from your school district. Tell us a little bit about how that unfolded. We'll tell folks how they can help you out. And then we'll talk about the conference that's coming up on October the 5th and the 6th. Terrific. Welcome to the Thank show. You. Yes. Thank you. Glad glad to be here. Glad to talk to you. <clears throat> right. I'm president of the American Freedom Alliance, and we held a conference on May 5th about the left, <clears throat> excuse me, the left long march through the institutions, which is their strategy for conducting revolution, not through um Violent means, not through economic means, but through cultural means, going into all of our institutions, media, Hollywood, um, banking, every institution, including and probably especially education, gutting these institutions of their original purpose, informing in the case of the media and replacing it with um propaganda with everything to do with advancing their narrative and especially as i said education our schools really their purpose had at one time been to educate but as we know that's really not the case anymore it's to indoctrinate so we had this conference mesa and it was an astounding thing we had 24 speakers starting with dave horowitz ending up with charlie kirk and amazing speakers in between and the very next day, 
I was told by my school, an independent school in L.A., as you said, and in fact the school I'd gone to as a kid, <clears throat> that my contract would not be renewed. For you were basically years. fired. I was basically fired. Um, the you know legalities are different, but essentially, I. Bottom line is, I'm not working there anymore. I don't. I no longer have a teaching job, and you know, when you learn about things like the long march and when you learn about what the left is doing with education, it's so obvious that they would do this to me. You can't have someone in the classroom who won't uphold the leftist narrative, even if they're it's even if they're neutral in the classroom. It's unacceptable to have somebody on the right who espouses conservative values in any portion of their life because mm-hmm. it's undermined their entire project. So they they had to purge me. And I it took me a long time to get to that word, but that really is the word. It's a purge. And that's what they do in every avenue of our lives. I'm one of the zillions of people who have been purged from civic life because of my and our conservative beliefs. It's, it's not the ju- only way the left can advance itself. It's not, we will get to your conference. It's, it's not just you. It's not just we need to purge you. It is to make you and people like you an example so other people who think like you, and I don't say conservative, but, to, but freedom-loving, America-loving Americans is if you want to keep your job, bet, shut up. The, 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 best, the, the best and easiest course through life, if you don't agree with the leftist, the leftist narratives, the leftist ideas, is just to keep your mouth shut. So it's, a, it's, in, it's intended, in my view, to teach a broader lesson, regardless of what happens to you. And, I, and we, we move on to your conference. You won't have a little bit of time left. But you're, you're preparing your own legal counteroffensive with some, uh, a very well-known attorney. Right. I completely agree with you as far as making an example of us, but as with so many things that the left does, it backfires. And the irony of they're the ones walking around with hashtag resist is, is kind of breathtaking. But yes, you're absolutely right. Um, I am represented by the best attorney in, in this arena, Harmeet Dillon. So we are pursuing legal action. I am fortunate in that among those purged and made an example of, and I think you're right in that, I was told why, and it was very clear. And so there's mm. a rather beautiful case to be made on behalf of me and all the rest of us. You cannot shut us out. You can't make examples of us. You can't deprive us of our livelihoods based on our political beliefs. Now, we only, we only so have three, I'm sorry to interrupt. We only have three minutes left here, and you have a great conference coming up. Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, right. On October 5th and 6th, we are hosting kind of a follow-up to our May conference, which is we're talking about the freedom movements that are happening globally, and all of them, in fact, are in response to leftist policies. We have people from – we have speakers from over – uh, from about a dozen countries, mostly from Europe, but also South Korea, um, somebody from New Zealand, and we've got Claudia Rossett, from the, formerly of the Wall Street Journal, who will be Skyping in from on the ground in Hong Kong. We've got Dan Hannon, who was one of the originators of Brexit in England. We've got Thierry um, Bourdais, the rising star in Holland, Miska Modrakamen in Belgium, Dominic Tarzinski, the guy from Poland who invited AOC to come see what a real concentration camp looks like. And on it, we've got John Fund um, from Fox and National Review. Absolutely outstanding. The roster is second to none. And the reason we're doing this is because the left is a global movement. Every single thing that I have talked about and a lot that you've talked about is experienced all around the world. The left is coordinated. We're not coordinated. We don't know what each other is doing. So we're bringing all these people in to see what's happening there around the world, South Korea and Korea and Hong Kong and Europe, seeing what 
challenges they're facing, how they're facing them, what we can do to help, what they can do to help us, to network, to start making coalitions that are international to fight this international onslaught. And so if you go- October 5th and 6th at the Lux. You can find out more at AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. It's a two-day conference because of the international nature of it. But we have tickets for one day or another day and a gigantic fancy dinner Saturday night with all our speakers and Pedro Baudet will be keynoting and they'll all be there. So I'm so excited about this. It's a powerful thing. It's a great conference. You also you left out one of our personal favorites here. Uh, That's Katie, right. Katie Hopkins uh, from, from, oh, from, from UK. Oh, my gosh. I need Katie Hopkins. Uh, which, by the, and yeah. we, and just by the way, um, she will be at the Redlands Tea Party Patriots on October 10 after your conference. Not a reason to not go to the conference, but you can also hear <laughs> just her at the Redlands Tea Party Patriots on October 10. And she made the point, and we've got only a little time here, is all across the world, the ruling class and governments and the left are clawing back freedom. That we had we had won the freedom in the West and in the United States, it was spreading worldwide, and they can't have that, and they are clawing it back everywhere and everywhere they can. Exactly right, and we are part of that fight, and that's exactly why we're doing this conference. We've I will be there. I will be there with you. Go to AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. You're going to find out how to get tickets right there. Sign up. It's going to be one of the most important things you can do. A wise investment. It helps uh, the organization AFA. And to help Karen, she's got a GoFundMe page. Conservative teacher fired. Hashtag I stand with Karen. Go to that. Drop her a little contribution. Help her out because she is no longer employed. Activism right now is her number one job. We appreciate you. Appreciate you being here. That's going to do it for us. Another edition of the Unite IE Radio Show on AM 590, The Answer. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar All-Star Collision, 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM590, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.